2: I feel like there's a lot of Lisa and Stassi moments um, this episode. Um, This is when they're sitting in Lisa's car in Sir Alley. Lisa says she was gobsmacked to find out this news. Um, Stassi yet again says, I want to destroy her. Yeah. I hate her so much. Mm -hmm. She goes, why does she still work here? Meaning Kristen. And again, I feel like Lisa has to say this every episode. She says, I cannot fire her. Because she hooked up with your ex. <laughs>
1: yes. Even though Kristen was on the chopping block last episode. Right. Lisa was like, well, I'm really in a huge conundrum of whether or not I'm going to fire Kristen. But in this episode, she states, I'm not firing Kristen for this.
2: Yeah. Do you want, I wonder, I know, um, do you have to, I imagine you kind of really do have to be careful for the exact reason you terminate. Someone yes. right because oh, yeah. if they come after you, you have to be like oh, yeah. able to defend yourself very clearly
1: oh yeah Lisa Kristen could have sued Lisa if on camera Lisa fired her and they showed all of the <laughs> the narrative of her getting to this point, and Lisa had fired her because she made love to yeah. Saucy's ex-boyfriend.
2: And she would just be on the stand like, she called me from Mexico with an ultimatum.
1: Exactly, <laughs> And the right. judge would
2: be like, case closed.
1: Yes, your honor, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh,
2: the judge would be like, you upgraded their room. This is unacceptable.
1: <laughs> right. So are you saying the judge would pro- proclaim that Lisa was in the right? Yeah. I think so too.
2: I think Lisa has ties to the city council, and um, the cops, and the judges of L.A.
1: Me too. They're all in her pocket. Yeah. The imagery that you just provoked within my mind of a judge (laughs) wearing- Are you
2: seeing the drawings, the court drawings? First of all, I'm seeing
1: the court drawings. I'm seeing someone still, for some reason, wearing the British old wigs (laughs) because, for some reason, this judge likes to honor the legacy of judgeship in Britain. And then it's Lisa versus Kristen, in the courtroom, they both have their (laughs) lawyers. I just, that would be the most interesting trial of the century.
2: If one of the plaintiffs is British, then the judge has to wear the wig.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that to be true. (laughs) And I think that's an amazing reason why some people still wear those powdered wigs. Wig. (laughs) Wigs. Do you know at all the, like, I I know we talk about it a lot, but (laughs) do you know the history of why... They thought those big powdered wigs were were good for ceremonial like, uh, purposes.
2: I actually don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it must be. I feel like the king wore hair like that, so and like, like, like our founding fathers did too, right? Right. So like, well,
1: if you watch the John Adams show, I don't know oh if my you're god, I it. fucking like, love that series. I have it on DVD. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> and John Adams, he. He pulled oh, the minute he pulls off that big white wig, you're like, Oh, Paul damn, he's Giamatti, a, yeah, yeah. would you say? Paul Giamatti, yeah, right. When he pulls off that wig, you're like, Oh, he's just a bald normal, he's just a guy, man. Do you I want to know who Justin
2: Thoreau is John Hancock.
1: That was great. <laughs> and, and I love the guy who plays Thomas Jefferson, quiet, thoughtful Thomas Jefferson. He plays you don't watch Game of Thrones, but he plays Stannis, he's okay. very good as Thomas Jefferson. But I want to know who the first person was who said. I think we should abolish these wigs.
2: Yeah, I mean it's still a thing. I think we talked about this last time, but I watched a TikTok of a young woman, probably younger than us, who was becoming a lawyer. I think, and she went to it was very Harry Potter vibes. She went to like an old timey store where you get fitted for your judge gown and your wig. Like, wait,
1: she's they still they wear still wigs? do it
2: for like like. There is the picture of a Clooney. Wearing the wig, like I think you wear it for your official photo. Not
1: the not the white the, curly wig. The
2: wig. I want to show you a all, Clooney. I have to. Wait, I thought I, did, I sent this to you last time.
1: No. When do they, when do they still wear these? I
2: think it's like literally for their photo op. Hold on.
1: All rise. <laughs> the judge has chosen to wear the ceremonial white <laughs> wig. I. You're kidding. What are these replicating? Who had this hair? This is the most interesting thing. Show our YouTube, our, our wonderful YouTube Patreon. That's Amal Clooney? I've never seen her before. No, I don't, I don't follow George Clooney. That, all rise, honorable Amal Clooney is wearing the ceremonial wig. That's interesting. Okay. Well, we if you know, if you're... A Villa Rosa VIP, and you know why the British people started wearing those ceremonial wigs. That is amazing. Are they from, like, Roman times?
2: Maybe. I was thinking that. Also, like, in Egypt, they would wear, like, shell or, like, beaded wigs. Yeah. So, there's a long history.
1: I think that is a true mark of that the 1700s are basically, like, the 700s. Like, we are yeah. so far removed Everyone from this.
2: definitely stank.
1: What? You mean, like, <laughs> stanky oh, totally i just like the fact that that it took so long to stop wearing wigs is wild like
2: yeah i mean at least maybe thomas jefferson and like ben franklin brought back some perfume from france
1: right they said do you want to stop stinking like we normally do <laughs> the french have an amazing thing they do it's perfume
2: who plays king charles in um that's his name right
1: king charles <laughs> is the- he
2: that's the king at that time yes
1: King Charles. King George?
2: George. Yeah. Sorry. Is it? No, yeah, I don't I mean, know. It is.
1: Oh, it's King George? Yeah. He, I don't, is it the king who's in, is it the guy from He's In like the coo-coo. Loop? In the Loop? Do you know the, <gasps> the movie In the Loop? The young, well, this will be hard because I don't have my phone, but. Um,
2: <laughs> um, I th- really think everyone out there should watch John Adams though. It's uh, undersung, I it's,
1: think. Yeah. It was a huge hit when it came Laura out. Linney Laura Linney as um, um,
2: Abigail. Adams. abigail
1: adams yep um i i never asked you and we can only do it for a second but you finished rome right
2: um i have i haven't finished it in the rewatch, oh. but i've seen yeah, it oh. historically okay, um now i'm just looking at who played everyone i'm like wow what a great lineup oh wow sarah polly was in it i don't yes, remember that me neither. oh andrew scott who's that um he's the hot priest. Oh. from uh, ooh, Ebon Moss crack.
1: You know what I thought was wild about John Adams <laughs> while you're looking that up is that John Adams was the lawyer that defended the Boston Massacre British people. He got them off which you'd think that American hatred for this lawyer would have made them blind with rage at the guy who got the Boston Massacre Brits off the hook. But they still loved him. They're like yeah. you're a lawyer you, and you <laughs> did a good job. They didn't care. You know how people get mad at lawyers now? Lawyers who defend criminals? They're mm-hmm. like, this guy represented OJ. This guy represented <laughs> whoever, a murderer. It's like, yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to do. <laughs> every, yes. It, if you're a good lawyer, you should defend the worst person in the world and try to get them off. That's yeah. what lawyers are for. Yeah. I don't know why there's any stigma against a sleazy lawyer that has a client that did perpetuated... The worst thing in the world it's like yeah they are have a right to a defense i don't know why right. we get mad about at lawyers
2: yeah should we be lawyers
1: <laughs> i want to be a lawyer so bad how would <laughs> it, we We it seems uh, stressful to me i would be into it i think it's a lot of reading and I learning it's a laws. lot of bureaucracy i don't like
2: well, you're waiting for like dates to be set you have to show up to, like, you know what I mean? Like, remember when we went to Sheena's court date? Yeah. That was, like, such, like, boring bullshit.
1: It was really boring, but and I It's so did, early. Yeah. But I did like that the judge was <laughs> wearing. us out. Huh?
2: <laughs> the judge shouted us out.
1: The judge shouted us out and said, thank you so much, Turtle Time, for being here. And also, I like that she was wearing that wig.
2: Yeah um that was because brock was there and he's australian and they serve um, kings they're at the queens or the king now's pleasure
1: can i tell you something interesting from the churchill book really quick yeah and then after that we're going to end this episode um so fdr our president didn't want to get into world war ii because yeah. we were such a neutral country they're were like we're not getting in another war i don't care if hitler takes over all of Europe. We're not getting in this war, which is, that's an awful stance. I don't know why Didn't they want to
2: help those poor people. Because
1: we were just in a full blown, we're not going into any war. That's Europe. They were
2: fresh out the depression.
1: Yes. And World War II or World War I. They're like, yeah. no more war. And FDR had the gall to tell Churchill that if Britain <laughs> got invaded and overrun and taken over by Hitler, that the king and britain couldn't establish a monarchy in canada because they 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 owned canada it was like or not owned but it was a what province of Uh britain they're like because we can never have a king on american soil again the the land of america (laughs) north america north america (laughs) America. there can never be a monarch on north america
2: so he's like you can't even tell that to harry and Meghan
1: right we've gotten so far <laughs> past that anyway i just thought that I was like i can't believe that not I only you're like not that. helping but uh, you're- a
2: begrudging like i'm not gonna forget about the revolution bitch
1: right but it was, <laughs> it was just so mean-spirited it's like yeah. you can't even establish a new monarchy or it wouldn't even be a new monarchy it's like you can't have your king live in canada
2: wow that's fucked up um okay the last thing i'll say is that rufus sewell Well, mm. plays Alexander Hamilton and he's in The Holiday, and so that's important to me.
1: Oh, um,
2: he plays, um, what's his name in The Holiday? It's like, um, I don't know, it's some dumbass name. Like is it the Baxter guy, the Hollywood guy that,
1: that, uh, Cameron D De- or that Keith Winslet starts working with? Um, the composer?
2: No, that's Chuck Black. Uh, um, uh, oh,
1: there's an older, no, there's an <laughs> oh, older Hollywood you mean, guy that she. Um,
2: he, that's Eli Wallach, who is the ugly in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Got it. Um, this guy, his name in the sh- movie is Jasper, and he works at the newspaper with Kate Winslet, and she, he breaks her heart, which is what sends her to LA to get over him.
1: Okay. I remember that. And did you find out who played King George?
2: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like okay. why I went into it. I'll, um, well, um Hold just, on. I have it. All right. Well, King George is I'm just at the behest of uh No, I understand. Of the lineup here. It, I gave up because
1: uh No, it's a hard. It 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 has the most cast in like almost in history. It's like a thousand different actors. Yeah, like
2: now. how is someone called Dutch man before the king on this lineup? Oh, wait, you, Tom you... Hollander? Oh. Okay.
1: Uh, did you like when John okay. Adams went to Paris? That that's the guy. That's the guy from In the oh, Loop. Oh yeah, 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 do yeah. You remember In the Loop? Wait,
2: isn't he in? Um, he's on White Lotus. He's like yes, the he, king evil gay on yes. uh, White Lotus. Yeah, yes. he plays okay. King George. Okay, I love that.
1: That that's the first time I've ever gotten the name right of someone who played something. Or no, I didn't <laughs> even get the name right, but I knew who it was. And I haven't watched John Adams in a while. I did like when John Adams didn't <laughs> do good with the French when he went over there because he's a
2: fucking square
1: yeah and french are laissez-faire yeah
2: is that french they're partying they were partying
1: they wore they talk about wearing costumes
2: (laughs) they were like spraying themselves with perfume they were wearing makeup wigs they were eating a smorgasbord they were doing the full marie antoinette lifestyle
1: and they didn't give a shit about our independence they were like if we hate the british so maybe we'll help you, but you really need to butter us up. Yeah. And this guy, John Adams. Thomas
2: Jefferson was out there for years. Thomas
1: At- Thomas Jefferson loved the French. He was like, I get these guys. And Benjamin Franklin, or oh, yeah. 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 Franklin loved the French. John Adams He was, was like, like
2: having orgies.
1: Ben Franklin was like, I love the culture of the French. I want to live here. And then John Adams- I mean, they're Adams, having a
2: blast. Yeah. It seemed way better whenever they go back to like freaking like New York and Washington and the early US. I'm like- why the fuck did you guys work so hard to come over here? It looks like shit. Yeah. There's like mud on the ground. There's like pigs.
1: Benjamin Franklin, (laughs) when he uh, was... Having the time of his life when, after he figured out electricity and he was world celebrated, he went to London for a bit, you know, which was like he was going back to where, you know, they owned America or whatever, United States of America, the colonies. He went to London. He was like, I never want to leave London. It's so <laughs> enlightened and beautiful and there are bookstores They've everywhere. Been around. And he was celebrated and everyone loved him. And they, he was like, There's an intelligentsia here in London that he didn't want to go back to Pennsylvania. He was like, I'm never going back to that piece of shit. Yeah. It was only when they declared war upon. He's like, oh, I got to go back to America because yeah. I'm going to help them out.
2: It's like, remember um, when Sienna Miller uh, filmed a movie in Pittsburgh and she publicly called it Shittsburgh. <laughs> who did? Sienna Miller. And the whole...
1: Who's Sienna Miller again? Is she British?
2: <laughs> yeah, she... Um... Formerly
1: Jude Law's wife. Yes. And he cheated on her with a nanny. Yeah. She went to Pittsburgh to film a film.
2: And she called it Shittsburgh. who? The press. <laughs> She was like, yeah, I spent some time there. It's fucking Schittsburg. And they were all like, get the fuck out.
1: I'm surprised she wasn't physically thrown out of their city. Schittsburg. Schittsburg. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? No. I actually think it's beautiful. I went once. Oh, yeah. It's pretty and beautiful. It's one city that I've been blown away by just from its beauty for one weekend. I was like, I like the vibe of this place. There's a
2: lot of American cities I need to see still.
1: Pittsburgh is definitely one to think about. It's very underrated, unsung. What did we just say was underrated? John Adams. John Adams. It's kind of like the John Adams, of the, if as HBO shows, this is like an American city that's underrated. Okay. So after <laughs> um, a lot of American history. That was history,
2: the John Adams minute. That was potentially 10 minutes long. I don't know.
1: And I have more to say about <laughs> Churchill and stuff, but I'm just biting my tongue. I'm not going to talk about it. So let's just skip forward a little bit to um, Stassi. Can we just talk about Jax's... There's nothing... There's a little bit of filler where Lisa says, don't go too far, Stassi. Don't go to her level. Um, Make sure it's not at Sir. All Lisa cares about is goddamn Sir. She's like, don't do this at Sir, whatever you're going to do. And then, I don't know what got into Stassi's head, but Jax is having a dinner.
2: 34th birthday dinner at the Palm Restaurant, which is owned by Andy Cohen's best friend, Bruce Bozzi.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's who's, irrelevant. Who's Bruce Bozzi?
2: He's just like a rich guy who's Andy's best friend, and he owns the Palm Restaurant.
1: Has he always owned it?
2: I think it might be in his family. Okay, it's a chain. There's more than one,
1: but it's it's kind of a Muso and Frank vibe. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, the waiters wear those like old timey like coats, whatever you call that, like a smock
1: yes and they go Chefco like almost yeah and, and the guy comes over and he goes how are your shots gentlemen <laughs> yeah. and then he goes it awesome they-
2: i think did it close that's where andy's infamous not infamous like iconic baby shower was with all the bitches on the table it
1: was at the i think so restaurant i think so. when lisa Rinna danced on the table for him where she
2: was like bitches get up here
1: one of the biggest mysteries to me and maybe you can illuminate me is why Andy likes Lisa right now. Why does he?
2: <laughs> I bet she's a rip-roaring good time IRL. Okay.
1: All right. I can't ever see it, and I'll never, I'll never know that, but I guess... <laughs> I think Andy likes her because she is the archetype of like what a soap actor would be. That's true. He loves soaps. And, and, and she is like the best representation, even more than Eileen Davidson. Eileen was boring. So boring. Oh, she was so bad on the show. <laughs> Beverly, Beverly, Beverly Hills started to flop when it was Eileen... Yeah, uh,
2: Andy was blinded by his love of soaps.
1: Yeah, and he, he, let, he let Beverly Hills become a soap opera, a not mm-hmm. real soap opera. Too many actors got on the cast.
2: Yeah, it's because I think the his love of soaps is what inspired, not that he literally created Housewives, but like in a way. But I think that's what he's attracted to. Yes. And that's it, what it represents to him. But
1: then it, it became like almost like a meta commentary on soap operas when soap opera stars start, started being on there because you don't really know if Lisa... Lisa Rinna, I felt, was acting the entire time. Mm-hmm. Most of her time on the show was a performance and I could feel that. And even Drew, who's an actor on Atlanta, I can sort of feel like... It's like, how when do you stop acting? If you're mm-hmm. an actor, I don't really know if you're bringing your acting skills into these situations or not. Heather Dubrow. Well, Heather Dubrow can't act... <laughs> sorry she's just not a good actor so <laughs> i don't i can tell that heather is i think she's kim ancient. richards huh kim richards yeah no i kim richards i knew when she's <laughs>
2: <laughs> remember when we watched that scene that you sent me of kim richards oh killing in it in black snake moan
1: oh my god if you guys haven't seen kim richards and you didn't know her acting ability thought she was only an escape from witch mountain she plays she plays um uh christina, christina Ricci's, Ricci's mom she brings it in this scene yeah
2: I saw it on TikTok. Look it up. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Palm Restaurant.
1: Uh, Jack the guy says, um, would you like to wear a bib, gentlemen? And then he puts bibs on <laughs> yep. Schwartz. They get
2: lobster.
1: Jay. Jax and Jax goes, no women. He goes, This is my birthday and I want no women. <laughs> but goes, guess
2: what? Guys, night means nothing.
1: Exactly. <laughs> because Stasi chooses very performative not performatively, yeah. but very dramatically, decides to enter his birthday. Because she wants to talk to Jax in front of everyone. And, yeah. and and what's that called? She wanted to uh do what he did to her at yeah. her previous birthdays. Barge in unannounced.
2: Yes. Um Yeah, so um we also I just quickly want to say that um Schwartz tells Shay that he'll get um Katie tattooed on his butt if Shay gets Sheena tattooed on his butt. Which, so clearly he's wanted to have a butt tattoo for a long time. And then um, Shay said, I would tattoo Schwartz on my ass before Sheena, which, why?
1: <laughs> I think Shay's repartee is just like that's how I would appear on camera if I was on <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. I would do like Shay and just have the worst comebacks. Yeah. Some people just can't do it. You can't forget that the camera's there. And I just feel like that was just a dumb line that Shay said. Totally.
2: Um, can I be honest and say that I have to pee?
1: <laughs> but, Amy, I don't understand. It's only been one hour since we started <laughs> <laughs> recording. You were on the third scene of the episode. Now, of course. Let's take it sort of a certified turtle piss break. And we love you so much. This one's for you tonight. Sorry about that. Amy and I had to stop talking because we heard Rumpy Pumpy going around the shed and we knew Lisa would be following him. If you want to keep listening to this episode, you can subscribe to our Patreon and you'll get a Vanderpump Rules recap episode from the very beginning Every single week. Plus, you can become a member of the Tipsy Turtle Club, where Amy and I make the most famous cocktails in Bravo history. So please, if you like what you listen to here, subscribe and become a Villa Rosa VIP, where you can feel like a cherished guest at Villa Rosa. We love you so much. So if you love us, subscribe on Patreon.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.